What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. Parker, happy Fortitude in 15 Thursday to you, my friend. Hopefully you're having a good week. I know I am. It's a beautiful week. I actually get to see you this week in person, in the flesh. I'll be sleeping on your couch. Thank you for having me in advance. Yeah, you I think did. I'm happy about that? Did you ask Are you me happy that you, you get to see me this weekend? That? Okay, so thank you. Yeah, I'm happy, but like... You didn't ask. You just said, I'm coming to New York and I'm sleeping on your couch. That's what friends are for. I thought you said you have empathy. Not with you. We're past, we're past that point. Oh. Don't be mean. You're excited to see me. Okay. I hope. That's if fine. not, I'm happy to move my flight earlier. All right. I, I, I'm fine. I'm down with it. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a really hot one. It's going to be like the, today in New York City, it's 97 degrees. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Which is adding to the swamp. Of I'm sure, it smells what great. They call New York City. Can't wait to experience all that city stank. Gonna be lovely. I got an interesting concept for you, Parker. Since you don't seem to be happy spending time with me, we're gonna switch gears. I was watching uh, David Letterman's Netflix series, My Next Guest, right or whatever it's called, and he had on Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant had a really interesting thought that I want to share with you if you'd like to hear it. But maybe you don't want to hear it. Maybe you're not in the mood. Sure. I don't know how I feel about Kevin Durant, to be honest with you. Maybe you'll enlighten so, me and change So I don't know life. fully how I feel either, but I do think he brought up an interesting point. So he's talking to Dave. He's talking to Letterman, and he goes, I choose experiences over happiness and whatever emotion I get from that experience, I just appreciate it and I take it and I take and I just allow that emotion to come over me. And the reason why I think that's really interesting, right? Like super interesting Interesting. is because, I mean, us included, we talk all the time on the podcast about how do you find happiness? How do you find fulfillment? How do you find passion? We've even gone as far to say your goals should be aligned to feelings that you want to achieve. We've talked about affirmations. I write how I want to feel when I have certain things happen in my life, the feeling that they emote. But Katie brings up a really interesting concept, and it also goes hand-in-hand hand with the guest we had on for the podcast that's coming out in a bit, but we just had a great conversation with uh, John Camardella, and we talked a lot about not all experiences being pleasant. And the quicker you can accept those different emotions as part of life, not something to strive for or to strive to decrease, but just emotions as part of life, the quicker a lot of things you can kind of accept. And so I just think that's a really, really interesting and strong concept, something I'm going to try to work on a little bit more instead of going out and saying like, damn, I really want to feel this way, going out and saying, I really want to have this experience and however I feel from it, I'll accept. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, I mean, think it. I think it's really cool, and I didn't know KD got as introspective as we do here on the Elevation Nation podcast. I think it's really interesting that there are people out there. There are people who understand. Like you can't just like walk around and just always accept that you can be happy. Like you also shouldn't strive for that. I don't think. Um. I think, but we all strive to be happy, right? That's what people do yeah. as humans is like we strive to put ourselves in circumstances so that we can be happy with what we do for work, um, how we spend our days, the impact that we make in the world, all of those types of things. But the challenge is, is I think sometimes maybe people, maybe, you know, I'll talk about myself for a second, like maybe the expectations of what I want for my life it's too high in terms in relation to what really makes me happy, you know, and maybe it's the things that we think make us happy that some may, some may not. And you often miss out on the, the, the simple things that are really nice and could make you happy. But I think that also goes with it. it, it you can't go without saying about, you know, with happiness, like there's always going to have to be disappointing devastating, hard, difficult times in life that you're going through. And it's inevitable. And if you can't accept that those are coming, can you truly be happy? It's like such deep philosophical questions. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if you truly can be. And I don't, also don't know necessarily what I'm, what I'm striving for anymore. Like, of course, I'm striving to feel happiness. But to KD's thoughts, I also want to strive to experience things, right? And I like, okay, so for yeah. for example, you want to be in a position. Well, I want to. I want to live not. experiences. So I'll give an example. You trained a ton to run a marathon, and the marathon training was painful, and the marathon itself was painful. But crossing the finish line brought you a ton of happiness. If you could hypothetically just finish a marathon without having to do any of the work of running it, would you still do it? Would you have, Would you allow yourself to evoke that feeling? I mean, yes. But what happens is, is that feeling of accomplishment that you get would be different because the whole idea of being able to finish a marathon is... Yes, you finished, but then also it's like a culmination of a long, long process that you know you accomplished a goal that you set out for many, many months beforehand. It's not like oh, I can yeah. wake up and go accomplish something. So wouldn't I mean, feel think about same. something in your day to day, like oh, you you accomplished something at work, right? Or you gave a big presentation, or someone said, Sam, you got to come into this room and give a presentation. Right off the bat, you're like, oh, okay. You don't even have time to think about what the severity of that situation is unless beyond like what your first instinct is. You go and do it and then you could be done and 
could you say that that was like a big accomplishment? Sure, yeah. But like, could you imagine if that per- same person in a different scenario said, Sam, we have a big opportunity for you to speak in front of 200 people about this thing. We want you to prepare for the next month to be able to do it. Then you go through the ebbs and flows of practicing and researching, and then you get to that point and you do it. It's a totally different thing I, I feeling of experience and gratification, I think. But at the end of the day, the sa- it's the same exact thing that you did. 100%. Right? And that's why I think it's crazy because, I mean, the journey, it's like all these cliches that we freaking talk about make me like semi throw up in my mouth. But then when you break them down, they're pretty freaking true, right? Like it's the journey, not the destination. Like, ew. Then you think about it and you're like, yeah, Parker, your marathon probably wouldn't have been as meaningful if you didn't train and if you didn't run, if you didn't push and you didn't have those ups and downs, if you didn't get injured, probably wouldn't have meant as much. And so I think the the struggle that I'm having as a 20-something-year-old is trying to figure out the balance between pushing and striving for goals or something more or to achieve X while living in the moment and appreciating and being grateful for where I am now. I think it's, it's tough to do, man. It's really tough. Well, I mean, you need to remind yourself a little bit of our framework of mental fortitude here, Sam, because I think what we've put together has helped us hone in on how to do this, how to hone in on these, these ideas, this, these things and focus our attention to the things that really are going to make us happy. It's having the self-awareness. What are you really, who are you? What do you bring to the table? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? And then focusing a vision and a goal around those things. For me personally, I like to get physically fit and I like to accomplish things. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and challenge myself to run a marathon. Great. And I held myself accountable to get there. Like it was a simple thing a simple framework that we've put together that has helped me get to that one goal. But I've used it in so many other areas of my life. And I know you have too, right? But sometimes we need to be reminded that we need to do the the dirty work, the introspective work, write down those thoughts, those ideas, the things that really mean a lot to us. Like a goal for you at work could mean, like you accomplishing a goal for someone else at work could mean a lot more to them than it does to you. Is it worth it to put all of your energy and time into something like that? Yeah. Think about outside of work, you know, would you rather invest time in a relationship or invest time in yourself by going to the gym? Right? Like, like John was saying in our episode, and I can't wait for all of you elevation to see that is that every action has an opposite reaction. You know, when you go do something, someone else or something else is not happening. You're not being with someone else because you're doing something else. And we need to come to terms with that as young adults, that all of our decisions have ramifications. Whether they're good or bad. Shout out Paige Yablon for teaching me that at literally the youngest age ever. The decisions you make today will affect you for the rest of your life, whether they're good or bad decisions. And I know we're talking a lot about the episode with John that's going to come out in about three weeks here. 
Uh, that's because, uh, if you didn't know, Parker and I absolutely love John Camardella, and that's why we had him on the podcast again. But Parker, he also talked about that concept of decision-making, right? He said, you know, think about this, that everything you do in life has decisions to be made, and there's not necessarily a right or wrong one. There's just different outcomes. And I thought that way of looking at decisions was both super insightful, but also potentially paralyzing for some people. Because I know like people with high anxiety struggle to make small or big decisions because they hyperanalyze all the different scenarios and possibilities that could happen. So thinking like that might be a hindrance to some of them instead of just trusting their gut. But it's the truth. Well, I think a simple, th- I think a simple thing is we need to stop thinking so binary. We need to stop thinking, is this yeah, a good decision? It's just a decision that needs decision. to be made with different outcomes. Yeah, it's, it's a, exactly. It's just a decision yeah. with different outcomes. Yes. Super interesting points. I think, you know, as we start to navigate life in our 20s, we start to come across some of these philosophies and concepts. Um, and they're not necessarily easy conversations to have. They also probably don't make sense to some people. But what I'm grateful for is that, Parker, we get to do this twice a week, talking about deep, complex situations, issues, topics, philosophies, um, because I don't have anywhere else to do this. So I appreciate you. I'm grateful we're doing this. Elevation Nation, we're grateful you're listening. Well, I don't don't tend to talk to myself often, but... Go. You look yourself in the mirror. Sam. You're a good person today. Well, you do this. You do. I do do myself affirmations. affirmations. I know you sit in your bed. <laughs> Hi, Sam. You're gonna crush the day tomorrow. You're gonna get up in the morning and have the best day ever. You're gonna drink your water. You're gonna meditate, and you're gonna make sure to be ready for work at nine a.m. And once work goes, I keep a positive attitude throughout the day so I can accomplish my goals. Night, night, Sam. Um, that's what I, I feel I like. Talk. Morning. All right, but I got one. I got one quote. We haven't done that was a, a horrible a impression time. of me. It's not what I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> a quote by Margaret Thatcher, the former prime minister of the UK, on the connection between action and satisfaction. I can't get no. Don't know. No. All right, relax here. I'm going to say the quote first. Look at a day when you are supremely satisfied at the end. It's not a day... When you lounge around doing nothing, it's a day you've had everything to do and you've done it. So, Elevation Nation, go out and do the thing that you want to do. Do the thing in your mind that you think you should do and just go do it. Whether you think it's the right or the wrong thing to do, there's no right or wrong outcome. It just might be the right thing for you in that moment. But you'll never know unless you do it. Until next week, Elevation Nation, check out our episode with Johnny Lazarus this week. What a freaking awesome dude. We know you love it. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you aren't already a subscriber, please do subscribe and leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at ElevationNation underscore IO and on Twitter at ElevateBeGreat. Check us out on the web at www.elevationnation.io. Until next week, Elevation Nation.